0: Hi there and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast.
1: I'm Kate. And I'm Kara. And we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling
0: thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara.
1: How are you?
0: I'm all right. How are you?
1: I'm good. How was your trip?
0: It was amazing. It was
1: amazing. I was all about it. I yeah. want to hear all about it. You went to Maine.
0: I went to Maine. We went to Acadia and Bar Harbor and it is so beautiful. I knew it was going to be beautiful, but it's, it's ocean and mountains. And mm. there's just something about the combination of the two that is just, it was so, so pretty. We didn't you know have how to pick.
1: they always say like, are you motion, motion, are you ocean or mountains? It's like, and I I'm, love both, both. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's not many places. I mean, I mean, if you're in the tropics that happens, but like, do they say
1: Bahaba yeah they do okay
0: Bahaba Bahaba. and we were on a little lake or a pond the place the VRBO that we stayed so we like kayaked and we hiked a ton and it was it's been like never ending rainy here it didn't there wasn't a drop of rain there even though we weren't that really that far away like we had the most perfect weather everyone had fun there was Yay. very little kid drama. It was just really, really good. I'm glad that we went and I would highly recommend. We had really good food too. Like some of the best meals I've had. Really? Maybe just because we have, <laughs> we've just been here. <laughs> food it just wasn't different. your, it was like, after you have a baby and then you yes. food, you're like, this is the best food oh I've ever gosh. had in my life. Yeah.
1: I remember being like in my second trimester. Cause I was so sick my first trimester. And being like, this salad is amazing. And it was like, it was like lettuce with like wishbone dressing. In it. Like it was not anything.
0: <laughs> I had a fruit and cheese platter this from the so hospital. Good. My husband still talks about it because he worked there at the time. And he was like, this is not good. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten, this fruit and cheese. And he was like, this is so gross. This is cafeteria food. Can I get you something else, please?
1: One of the hospitals that I looked at, at three o'clock. They bring around, they used to, I don't know if they still do, but at three o'clock, they would bring around a little dessert cart to all the new moms. I was like, oh, I want to have my baby here. But then I had to have my baby to a different hospital, but it was fine. Oh, yeah. I still got a baby. I mean, you know, but I didn't get any cheesecake or
0: anything. Oh, yeah. I don't, after my third, he, I was not sick with the first two. And I felt sick basically the entire time. And then once during the second trimester, I had a week where I didn't, and then it came back (laughs) and I still was like turned off to food after I had him. I didn't have that magic with the last baby of the food tasting. Amazing. Really? Like I wasn't sick anymore, but it was, I think I had just eaten so many things that just, and I just felt so bad for so long, that I was like, wah, wah. (laughs)
1: Well, and like hormones are weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. Someday we're going to understand more about hormones than we do.
0: Well, yeah. If the men had the babies, it would all be figured out. We say this. (laughs) (laughs) There would be no lady problems because they would have fixed that nipped it right in the butt at the beginning.
1: It would have been like, yeah, by the time Abraham Lincoln was president, they would have been like, all right, everyone periods are going to be fun now. (laughs) period yeah like it's it's gonna be great
0: mine's coming next week Woohoo!
1: it's like a once a month party okay all right what else is going on
0: you might want to refer to episode I don't know what number oh yeah that's lady holiday ladies holiday yes if you like to know more about periods
1: Yeah. And if you're like, stop saying periods, sorry, don't listen to that one, but no, but don't listen to that one for sure.
0: (laughs) And you also just got back from a trip.
1: I did. We had like dual vacation. It was kind of awesome. Mine was by myself though. It was four days. I went to a monastery, um, which doesn't sound like a vacation, but
0: it sounds like a vacation to me.
1: Well, that's true. It's it's a, it's the ultimate introvert's vacation, but there were no like water slides or anything. But there was you silence. There was If silence. I just show up at the monastery and I'm like, "Where's the water slide? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Ferris wheel in the brochure." Did you guys have a? That's like oh, when you are at the wrong
0: life. place.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It was. It was. Honestly, I barely talked the entire time for like four days. It was. It was great. It's amazing. And um, did lots of hiking, lots of meditation, lots of yoga. It was really good. It was really, really reading. Good. You know, I didn't read a ton. I listened to an audiobook. That um, counts. Because I am entirely obsessed with Outlander again for the second time. Ooh. It's, it's come back. It's I've like never a, read
0: them. I need to read them.
1: Okay. Well, the, f- the first one, it's like hard. I mean, first of all, they're huge books. Second of all, they're they're not like... I love time travel stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought it's like, oh, it's time travel and like history and like a little romance, but it's also like, there's some super violent upsetting. Some? Yeah. So um, I read, no, I listened to like the first, I think the first four or five books, like years ago when we lived in our old house, which nobody knows how long ago that was, but it feels like a long, <laughs> long, long time ago anything pre-covid is like back before <laughs>
0: the before science
1: yes before the the plague um yeah so no I'm I'm completely down the rabbit hole I've like I've got this book called the outlandish companion which like helps break down the first four books I'm reading this book called clan lands by like two of the actors and then those same two actors did a tv series all about scotland and like yeah but how fun it's it's like my it's like my new little hobby like i'm i love it i got a warning on my phone that's like you your earbuds have been in too long (laughs) i don't know give you warnings it's yelling at me that like i've had too much and i don't know i really don't understand and i'm also kind of like mind your business like i need (laughs) earbuds. Stop telling me what to do phone. <laughs> yeah. I And half the time it's not, it's not anything even bad. Like I'm listening to like meditations or like, you know, call me music or something. It's not like I'm like death metal. like.
0: <laughs> and even if you were loudness, that's your personal choice.
1: Yeah. It's trying to protect my ears, which is probably good. Cause I'm getting old and it's all just. I going. use but-
0: earbuds a ton and mine has never told me that.
1: I don't know why it's, but it does that. do
0: weird things. Mine um, will send me these little like, and it doesn't happen often. And I don't know what prompts it, but they'll send me like a slideshow. Does yours do this? Yes. But to music. Yeah. And then I'm crying. It like shows up. I watch everyone. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm like, oh, that was so little. I'm like, why'd you do that to me, phone? No, no, it was in so a good mean. place. And now yeah. I'm stuck here in COVID and they're just growing up and just stop it.
1: I had one that was like animal for like furry friends over the years or something and like a couple of them passed away. I'm like, why? Yeah, why do they po- and why are you just like doing this while I'm like living my life doing other things? You're just like busy work. You're <laughs> my phone's doing like crossword puzzles and word searches and stuff. Like, stop it. Like it's just creating videos for me. Like, why? I never asked for this. Like, how do I turn off that setting?
0: And what is and it- mind your business never- about my-
1: earbuds i'm listening it like never
0: happens and then they'll months will go by and then it just gives me a slideshow and every single time i'm I'm crying also this is funny i was trying to find the video that i mentioned of my husband after his procedure telling me to take a picture of his feet and talking funny so you can go in and like you know you can search by person yeah and mine shows up my three kids and then linda (laughs) linda actually has her little face
1: in case anybody there, doesn't know like
0: before my husband <laughs> or anybody else.
1: <laughs> In case anybody who doesn't know who Linda is, Linda is like your extra child. Your my 54th child.
0: child. Yeah. She's yeah. been
1: with us for it will be 10 years. Is long. she an American girl?
0: No, she is not. Well, she's a, she's a discontinued Melissa and Doug. And I had to look for that because many years ago, she had a cranium injury, which she still has. And I was going to try to replace her when she still looked sort of like
1: the original before she got like a Linda upgrade.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So before her bangs, before the bangs incident (laughs) of (laughs) 2012,
1: (laughs) but they just kept Linda instead. Yep. Yep, Both of her
0: legs are barely hanging on. Like one is going to fall off at some point. One eye is loose. They have already bought her a wheelchair and an eye patch in preparation. (laughs) (laughs) And they've decided that if she needs an eye patch that they'll just like make seasonal ones. So she'll be like the cool girl with like the awesome trend setting eye patches, which she would because that, that Linda is
1: she's got charisma. So did you guys end up going to Salem? Are you Okay, so going? I put, I
0: I wanted to finish a couple Salem related things before we went and my original goal was to go in September. I know I sound no fun, but Salem in October is a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's is an it?
0: awful lot. I did I've done it before pre-kids. Like and
1: teenagers with black nail polish just like it, there's guard. just like
0: it is you have to read this book if you're at all interested in Salem. Salem is it's quirky and it's very interesting history of how like this place became the hot butt bed of witch trials when really they there weren't that many and there was other places all over the world that had like way more yeah it's it's fascinating and then it's like got so much more history and like infighting between like the halloween people and the museum historical maritime it's fascinating Mm.
1: And Wait, what's the they, book?
0: It's called A Season with the Witch by J.W. Ocker. And he's Ooh. actually a local author, we figured out, which is kind of cool. It's hilarious. It has history, but not just witch history. It has all this history, all these weird stories, like anecdotal things. He basically up and moved from New Hampshire to Salem during the month of October several years ago with his family. Oh, and they stayed there. And he interviewed everybody and went to like every historical thing, like the, Salem has the first historical site in the United States. Like it was the first when that started Really, and they used to be bigger than Boston and New York. And they were like huge in the spice trade. And so there was all these wealthy, like, huh. and they had pirates and there's a pirate museum. Like I'm, I'm. Determined to finish the book before we go, because there are now so many other quirky places that we want to go to. Yeah,
1: are you gonna? Have, you're like, gonna have to make it to, into like a two day trip. Like, yeah, we're
0: we've already decided it needs to. Be more are you? It.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. But well, um, I think it.
0: I don't think we're staying there. Oh well, that would be fun. I don't know that that's gonna happen. But we're we're not far that it's unreasonable to go like two weeks in a row. You know, field trip yeah. Friday and then field trip next Friday. But it's. This I highly recommend the book if you're at all interested.
1: Is it like a book for you or a book for you and your kids?
0: It's probably a book for me, but Mm -hmm. we're all reading.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But there's
0: some, like there was this guy who ended up with the bones of one of the men who were accused of being a witch. He like somehow ended up with the bones and had the bones in his bedroom in something (laughs) for like 10 years (laughs) for reasons that are unclear like the author found this guy like in a parking I forget the story because there's so many interesting characters I forget the exact story but he basically had bones of which possibly in his house in his bedroom not just in his house for many 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 years and then when like the 200th anniversary 300th anniversary what are we whatever. There was some anniversary that came up and there was going to be a big shindig in Salem. He was like, Hey, do you want these bones?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: And so he gave them to the town.
1: Well, that was generous.
0: Yeah.
1: Here, please take uh, my, and there's my like bones.
0: The <laughs> Peabody Essex museum, which is really cool, but they have like all this historic witch stuff that they don't put on display because they don't want to be like necessarily associated with like their, their,
1: uh, oh, it's all very. There's a like, museum,
0: you know, that that yeah. is one of. I, don't, I think it's like the 16th largest, and it's the only like big museum that's not in like a major city. And so they've got like this really cool art and history museum with some maritime stuff too. But they've got in the basement they have all the witch stuff.
1: Okay. But they are like have. we're not just witches. Sitting right. So and then there's more. this
0: like skull gold plated skull that might be blackbeard skull, but also mm. might just be something that somebody stole and called Blackbeard skull, but they have that too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why are you just gonna gold plate a random skull? Well,
0: because there is some history I'm telling you this book is so weird. There's some historian that was like all into Salem. And so some people were joking that he probably just went into like some biology lab and took it and turned it into gold plated like, is- it. Yeah. I don't know if it's gold plated. I'm de- I, I wasn't prepared to talk this much about it, I've been my son has been reading it and I just sit back and listen. It's hilarious. I'm and so spot, and sorry. so weird. No, it's okay. I don't yeah. apologize. And there's like tons of wax figures. It's like the wax figurine headquarters. And he talks about this and he interviews everybody. So like all the historians and the art historians and the maritime, you know, hmm. people have been studying it, but also... The people who like you know dress up like zombies and yeah yeah, (laughs) have wax museums and he took his kids his kids were like really little at the time so he's some of it they were they were probably like scarred (laughs) some of the weird things that they saw they went to this weird pirate museum and then there was like a reenactment and then there's bats hanging from I mean if you've ever been to Salem it's beautiful and it's also really weird yeah and so I've been trying to tell my kids that before we go so that they get like we've been doing the history we're not just reading this book we've been doing the history and we've been talking about when we go to pvd essex and like how we're gonna approach that and whether that's a whole day and all this but I got this book because I was like this would be fun too it got good reviews and it's just hilarious so we're gonna go in november to answer your original question i okay. want the zombie stuff to die down a little bit. I want to be able to find parking and navigate the streets and find what we're looking for without like everybody, there will still be enough weird. My oldest is like, but I want to go there. (laughs) We should go there on Halloween. I was like, no, if you wanted to do that and everything was canceled last year and it's happening this year, it's like, you would have had to probably book that last year Yeah. to get a place there. It's bananas. There's something like, I forget how many people come in, but it's bananas.
1: Wow. Well, that's fun though. Yeah, it's going to be something really to look fun. forward
0: to. Definitely. You can hopefully so we'll try to do back. our like little field trip Friday. They really want to go this weekend. This tomorrow is Friday. They really want to go tomorrow. And I was like, we just, I can't, how far is it for you guys? Um, it'll be probably an hour, probably more than an hour actually.
1: Yeah, but, but that's not bad to like, not bad. like, you said, like go a couple times and
0: not bad at all. And it's yeah. pretty, it's like, obviously it's on the water. It's, it's like a really fun place to visit. I haven't been in, been there in years, but I have a friend who was just there last week with her kids. And I was like, so because I'm feeling like mean mom, I was going to push it to November. And she was like, push it to November. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank you for letting me go with my gut here. That's and good. they're like, come on. I was like, when you get older and, you know, it's not like a part of a school, like we're trying to do some school here and there's going to be lots of zombies in the way. <laughs> It's just going to be difficult. I was like, you don't know, you haven't been there. It's gonna be hard to navigate. And they're like, well, we want to see that. We want to see the weird stuff. I was like, believe me, there will be enough weird. There'll be There'll plenty of be weird. weird. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So, all right. So today
0: <laughs> switching gears,
1: switching gears,
0: just a little,
1: we always talk about zombies.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not
1: true, but we, we have talked we, about we have. Um, We are going to talk about what you actually need to homeschool, so you don't need zombies. No. Children. <laughs>
0: although although they definitely make the kids interested.
1: Yes. Well, there you go. And like we said, interest is the mm-hmm. bounty paper towels of homeschooling. It is. Quicker Waiting for that sponsorship from Bounty. Call Any us. Any day now. <laughs> Hi, Bounty. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about what you really need to homeschool.
0: But first, all the sisters out there should take the quiz that we have on our site to see if they are a Kate or if they're a Kara.
1: Yes. Yeah. And then join an wow. paper towel giveaway at the end of this month. <laughs> Let us know if you're a caterer care. We'll send you one roll. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Worst giveaway ever. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about what you really need to homeschool. First, it's important to remember that there's actually a lot that you don't need to homeschool. Um Instagram will tell you differently. Mm-hmm. You need to ignore it. It's going to be like, you need this pretty globe collection and these beautiful whatever and everybody has to have and you have to have a homeschool room and like you don't you don't need a homeschool room. You don't need desks. You do not need a flag. You do not need <laughs> a, <laughs> a chalkboard.
0: <board.
1: laughs> yeah. Um, you don't need like super expensive. Uh, exp- I'm going to try that again. You made it you don't- sound
0: fancy. Expensive.
1: <laughs> expensive <laughs> curriculum. You don't need it. You don't even need French curriculum. You can do any. Yeah. So we don't need a lot of that stuff. No, we we don't. And
0: we have a few episodes if you're interested. We've touched on this sometimes in the past. We have our Katrina Kennison episode about slowing down. It's one of our most popular episodes, and it's a great listen as we head into the holiday season. That's episode 86. We also have episode 83 with Melissa Kamara Wilkins, which is all about permission to live and homeschool imperfectly. And that's another one great for all the time, but also at the holidays. I love both
1: those ladies so much. I'm sorry to interrupt, but Katrina Kennison, Mitten Strings, for God so good. One of the books that I feel like influenced my homeschool Huge. like in the beginning. And then we connected over that book,
0: which yes, is we one did. That was like, yeah.
1: And then Melissa's book is so good.
0: Mm-hmm. So good.
1: It's one of those, um, permission granted it's called, yes. we'll put them both in the show notes, but mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And then episode 45 is all about what we don't do and a good one to revisit. And then I yes. would also say like, I know it wasn't specifically about what we don't do, but the Kim John Payne episode too.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I know that yeah. was during COVID. So it was kind of, some of it was in relation to the situation that we're in, which is still kind of relevant in a lot of ways. But that is a one of those episodes where I wanted to pinch myself that we were actually
1: talking to him. And I know, because that's like the other book that we mm-hmm. kind of really connected over. Um, his book is Simplicity Parenting. Mm -hmm. He's got several books. Katrina Kennison has several books, but Mm -hmm. um yeah, it's uh those are two that were really like big for have to reread least
0: at least once a year.
1: Yeah. So we'll put links to those books and those episodes in the show notes at the homeschoolsisters.com. Okay, so can we talk a little bit about what each of us would say that we do need to homeschool? Yes. Okay. What do you need?
0: Um, well, first things first, we need coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how I start my day. And we we had been on the struggle bus here for a little bit because my coffee m- maker was broken. And then the new one that my husband researched forever came. And the first night, the first morning, it didn't work. But it seems to be, seems to be working now. <laughs> and things are going much better in our homeschool because of it. Just need it to start the day. You need coffee and a sense of humor.
1: It was it was your first. Speaking of sense of humor, it was your it was your old one that tinkled all over your kitchen. It tinkled all over my kitchen. But not the new one. The new one had a different no, but we had to
0: take the tinkler back out. Like it was sitting on my counter. And it even though it's empty, it's still like it would leak. There, there's just water in it.
1: We had to take so the tinkler back. Out. We
0: had to take the tinkler back out. Even now, because the the new one threw us for a loop and didn't work, it's still it's in, you know, my fancy recording studio in the attic closet. Yes. <laughs> it's in there, should we need it in an emergency? Okay. But I mean, it All was right. getting worse. And then I did that thing where because my brain's broken in COVID, that I kept pouring the water in it each night, even though
1: I knew that I shouldn't. So that it would just pee more. But it's I mean, the thing is we come to rely on those habits. Like habits are really important. We come to rely on those. And then just because something changes, it's like, it's hard to break the habit. Right. But that's why habits are so valuable because Mm -hmm. we just come to absolutely rely on them. And then,
0: right. And yeah. our biggest homeschool habit is just, it, and one that started very early on is coffee and books. And I just, I always have a book near my coffee maker that I set out the night before and reading aloud is the most important part of your homeschool day. And we, you know, that's just something that I got into that my kids would come down and eat breakfast and I would pour coffee and I would read to them while they ate their breakfast. Now it looks different this year because I have a teen. And so he's not downstairs then. So we're doing we're calling it morning time, but it's at like one o'clock.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're like, let's do coffee and books, even though I'm done with my coffee and it's not really morning. We need a new name for it, but that's that yeah. you know, library card, coffee, sense of humor,
1: books. We have um a morning time episode, speaking of morning time. Oh we, have we a do morning time episode if you're interested in how that's like different than everyday stuff or if you've heard mm-hmm. about morning time. Um yeah, we have an episode. We can link to that in the, show, in the notes, show notes. But um, and you have tons of stuff about coffee and books mm-hmm. on your site. So we can link to that too. Yep.
0: I have a free um 10 day challenge and I have a course and I have tons of just articles that I've written on my site and on um simple homeschool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we can link to a bunch of stuff um for people to find out more about coffee and books, which is so simple. But again, it's like because you've made it a habit, it's something that you can count on happening all the time. And it kind of like right. starts your day too. It
0: does. And which is even- good.
1: Cause that can be hard sometimes knowing like how to start your homeschool day. And
0: right. And when you think about how you're doing like the like all the research on reading aloud and how important reading is, you you've done that you know, right at Mm -hmm. the beginning and because it's a habit, it's not even hard and you can work in any subject and having that habit can help you through. Like I used to say, like it helped us through when I have seasonal affective disorder, like this time of year, it was just like automatic. So even though everything else felt harder, I was able to do that. It helped us through COVID. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it's just something that as crazy as things got as bananas as they got, they, it, it was something that wasn't hard to check off.
1: Okay. So we have coffee, sense of humor, library card so mm-hmm. that you can get books for your coffee and books, books, and so Something much more
0: museum passes, puzzles, CDs. Like there's so much at your library. Some libraries have games.
1: Your library sounds awesome.
0: My library doesn't really have games.
1: Okay. Mine doesn't <laughs> but have games. I've seen it passes passes in Everboard the- Learning,
0: some people are posting photos of the, the game collection that their library has and it's amazing.
1: Okay. So speaking of games, that's another thing. Mm -hmm.
0: And you don't need a ton of them. I'm talking like deck cards, some basics, and then borrow from friends or go to your library or go to a local game cafe or game store. You can often play. They'll let you play.
1: Okay. And you have like a a whole community for that, but a bajillion Mm -hmm. resources. Um, What's the easiest way if somebody is listening to this for the, like, and this is the first episode they've ever listened to. And they're like, I want to start playing games in my homeschool. What would you say is the easiest way for like through your site to connect with Um, all your resources? Cause you have so much.
0: I have a ton. I have, um, I have a whole landing page on game schooling, but I have a, a, we call it the seven day kickstart and it's a a seven day free challenge to get started with game schooling. And it kind of walks you through the basics of it and what you actually need versus what, you know, Instagram tells you that you need and how to start a habit. Okay. And then I have a course and I have a community, if that's something that ends up working for your family, which works for a lot of families, especially now, because it's a weird time.
1: Okay. So we'll link to that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, the seven day what would you call game it?
0: School game school, kickstart,
1: game school, kickstart. I was <laughs> going to say game called jumpstart.
0: I but, had so many, I've had yeah. so many game school challenges over the year that I needed a new name. Cause it was, yeah, I like beefed it up. I revamped all the challenges. So the challenges mm-hmm. are still floating around out there and out there in internet land, but this one is the best one.
1: Okay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else?
0: Nature, outside time. And especially, I mean, all the time, but especially when they're little, I think people think that they have to like have this whole scheduled day, but if you just take your kids outside and just explore, they'll learn a ton. I said this, I think in an episode this year, but last year when we were having trouble at the beginning of COVID and we had some anxiety that we were dealing with, we literally hiked every single day and we didn't even get to math. Some days we were hiking upwards of like seven, eight, nine miles a day, just wandering, not like any sort of planned. Thing. And in retrospect, we learned a ton. In the moment, I didn't think we necessarily, I wasn't worried. I mean, I was worried about it, but I knew that we were doing the thing that we needed to do to get through that season. But we learned more than I thought we would just doing that so much in the fall. Yeah. And through the winter.
1: I feel like I've started walking. Um, I'm doing this thing called 99 Walks, which we can link to in the show notes. And I'm totally doing it because it's like a gold star type thing. We've talked about this, like the four tendencies and I'm Mm -hmm. the one where it's like, I need outside accountability. Um, And so if you, you set a goal and then if you do the goal, you get like a little, you get a little bracelet.
0: (laughs) I I love it. A little bracelet. You sent this to me and I wanted to
1: do it, but I had just signed up for another thing. Yeah. So I, I like that. And I, I feel like that is helping with my anxiety. So We'll it's
0: huge. I've been journals. trying to walk a little bit every day. Um, I was walking a ton in the summer, but now that school has started, it's a little trickier. I've yeah. been swimming in the morning. Oh, you have? Yes. Which is something I used to do. I've been waking up because my oldest is not up. Like I said, so the younger two, I'm like, do piano, get started on something and I'll be back. And I swim for an hour it's been
1: wow. Yeah,
0: I don't know how sustainable it will be as it gets cold and like darker, but it's been awesome and I have I bought myself these goggles. This is going to sound so crazy, but I bought myself these goggles that are like a they're like a smartwatch, but they're goggles. So you can up my problem with swimming. Like I've always loved to swim. I was on swim team, but I I it's so meditative for me that I zone out even when I'm trying to pay attention, so I never know what like what number I'm on and how much I have left. Yeah. Or what. So on a team, it's fine. Cause you just look at the whiteboard or you say like, what are we done with the set? Or <laughs> yeah, I was that kid, but the goggles, you can upload a workout and it tells you in your eye what what you're doing next. You can like pick if you want to go long, if you want to go short, if you want to do sprints, if you want to do distance and it tells you in your eye. And I mean, then it actually amazing. tells you your rest. So like in the morning, you don't have to watch the clock and like do the mental math when you're half asleep, you're 40 seconds. How much is 40 seconds from here? You just, it tells you, okay, go.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. It was okay. my 43rd birthday present to myself.
1: We will link to those <laughs> in the so show fun. notes too, for all the swimmers yeah. out there. My. So, I but had, that, that's um, been
0: helping me stay on track because I feel like this is something that's happened in the past. And I feel like it's especially challenging for me this time of year because I I do get seasonal stuff but doing that first thing and having that like routine for myself then when I come home yeah i feel like we do more which doesn't make sense yes. cuz you added something extra in but i feel like i accomplished more because i'm i've done this and now my brain like it's and it also is like walking you just you can think yeah and then i'm ready
1: yeah so, well, okay. I'm so I had a counselor tell me once that swimming and walking are good because like you're alternating sides of your body. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's also really good for like your brain calming your brain. Um, oh. and then I was talking to my, my current counselor. Um, I've been in therapy for so long. Um, <laughs> I was talking to my current counselor yesterday about how, like when I went to the monastery, I felt like it was really a reset. Mm-hmm and like how I came home and I was like so much nicer, but also getting more stuff done. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think so many of us have a really hard time with like setting aside time for ourselves, for anything, even if it's exercise or whatever, it's like, it just feels like, no, I should be, you know, especially when we take on homeschooling, it's like, I've taken on the whole responsibility of my kids' education. I can't be off like walking around and swimming and doing right then it's like you I'm really seeing right now um how that's like an investment and how it really is like it helps my family definitely and so I just I mean I feel like I I talk about this a lot I'm like beating a dead horse but like seriously like when we care for ourselves how much it positively impacts our families I think it's just It's huge. I'm really, yeah, I'm seeing it right now. I want to like shout it from the rooftops.
0: Right. And I, but I also want to say there's been so many times in the past that I've wanted to swim and I've looked and figured out like how that would work. And I was going to join a master's team that met in the morning, but this is the Mm -hmm. first year that I can say with my kids, 13, almost 12 and 10, that it was possible for me to leave the house in the yeah. morning consistently because I can trust them. They can stay home alone for a little bit because my husband goes in like really early. So earlier it was harder to get that exercise time in and I did, Yeah, but it looked different a different and it. And sometimes wasn't what I ultimately wanted necessarily like hiking with kids. <laughs> it's not like you know, an actual hike that you had before kids, but it's still better to take the time to do that with your kids than not to. Yeah, yeah, feel better. That's so even true. if it's like you know, you're getting in one mile an hour, which sometimes yeah. we do. <laughs> I,
1: I remember doing like yoga, you know, and you literally have like kids climbing on you yes. and stuff, you know, when you're like
0: or the dog. Yeah, there's something so about hard. being able to get out of the house and be away from them to do it. And, yeah, and that's easier said than done. And
1: but if you can't, yep, um, it's okay for it to look messy and imperfect. And, and right, and just uh, like, know I know still that think it's worth it to, to try. Yeah, mm-hmm. to try to do. Or if, um, if that's not your self care thing, like if if something else makes you feel better, to just not feel bad about it. Whether it's like taking time to read your own books or mm-hmm. knitting. Or meeting up with a friend for coffee, like whatever it is that makes you know you feel better, that helps Mm -hmm. you like connect with yourself. I think it's just really important um, to just make time for it, and because I I do think that it it gives you, like you said, somehow it gives you more time, more you get more done. I I think
0: about it when I was in high school. I remember like when when it was swim season, I swam year round, but when it was swim season for high school, and there was so much more swimming, my grades were better. Not that they were ever bad, but like, cause it makes you, it does something. So you have like these anchors and then you need to fit the other things in. And I think it clears your head. There's definitely something, there's this guy who swims every day, 10,000 yards, which if you're not a swimmer, I'm talking, he's in the pool for hours. He d- He's done it every day for like 25 years. Oh I'm gosh. like, you must be like the most Zen person ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how do you keep track of that? Cause I'm just fascinated. He, d- he does like this memory thing with football jerseys and numbers. He told me this whole fascinating thing of what he does. It was so cool. But there's something like really, you can zone out and still like, it doesn't yeah. take a lot of thought to do. You get into kind of this like zone thing. But I remember, yeah. I remember that in high school too, being like, why is it, why does it feel easier when it should feel harder?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But, it, and if you're looking for a workout, that's affordable that you can do at home. I really love teacher fit. I know I've talked about it before. My husband does teacher fit every single morning. We've talked back about in the day. Too. He used to make fun of me for it. And he has been the biggest, most consistent teacher fit person in our house.
1: That's funny. Mm -hmm. And there's one for students too, right? Mm -hmm. Student fit. Yep. And Um, they've
0: worked in a whole mental health component. So they have yoga, they have meditation. There's, he's doing a lot of really, really great stuff
1: over there. Okay. We'll link to that in the show notes. Um, And yeah, when I was doing teacher fit, I remember thinking like, because you have to keep track of like, I did this many rounds and this many, like you can't worry about other things. No. (laughs) So and
0: it's hard and it's like 20 minutes, but you burned a ton of calories. You're sweating. You did something really, really hard. And you're like, gosh, I did that today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then, and you're not thinking about other stuff, which giving our brains a break, I think is is really great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you would say people would really, it's great if they have it for homeschooling.
0: So earlier this year, I had Mary Wilson into Neverboard Learning as a guest speaker, and she said this thing that has just stuck with me since then, and I'm using it all the time. She said to be a student of your child, and mm. I love that because I think we are so worried about like all the things we should be doing and the things we have to do, but kids are really good at learning, and you can take what they're interested in. And pursue that sort of interest and delight, and they'll be better off for it, and you'll be better off for it. So yeah. last year, the just an example that we did last year, my youngest hates writing, but he was obsessed, still is, but like last year was so obsessed with Dungeons and Dragons. It was literally like he'd wake up in the morning and he'd be already like halfway through a sentence about something that has been going on in his brain and would just be telling me, I'm like, where are we? Who are we? Like what <laughs> What are we talking about? But it was all the time. So I enrolled him in an out school course on Dungeons and Dragons that had tons of writing because they were doing campaigns and character development and maps and everything. He did not think any of that was writing to him. It was completely like, he was so grateful for that class. It was so fun. He looked forward to it. He would go back and rewatch the recordings like, and he wrote a ton. Yeah. And if I had sat him in front of something else that would have never gotten as much out of him as we did then. And the same thing now he's in a creative writing class doing poetry that all of a sudden he just is interested in and he's writing a ton and they use Google, Google slides. And so they take pictures from the internet and they're making like a poetry book and he's really That's into like cool. finding the perfect photo that goes with his words, but he's also yeah. writing. Yeah.
1: Are those he classes- feels like
0: he's on the computer, like he's doing his business, but he's he's writing? Yeah,
1: are they ones that are ongoing? Do you know because maybe we can link to them if people are curious? Yeah. But if not, this
0: one, oh, the Dungeons and Dragons, there's a ton, but the teacher okay. that we took has more courses. We're just not taking one right now. We, um, yes, they are ongoing. My oldest and my youngest both love chess, and they're in two different out school chess clubs right now. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So be a student of your child,
1: Mary Wilson. Oh, perfect. Okay.
0: Because this is a special season, all dedicated to helping all of us get back on track with our homeschools. We are doing something a little different. The Waldock Way is partnering with us to bring you every single episode of the podcast this fall. We would not have been able to do this special season without Jessica and her family. And even better, we love that we get to partner with the homeschool business that we both use and love.
1: Yes. The Waldock Way brings you unique resources that help ignite a love of learning in your children. Their products encourage you to follow your children's lead and learn alongside them every day. And Kate, what have you been using and loving from the Waldock Way?
0: We have been doing a ton of geography with Traveling the States, and it is a fantastic resource. If you would like to learn more about the United States, the art, something that I love about Jessica's business and her family is that it's it's truly a family affair and her husband does all the artwork yeah. for each of the products and there are some beautiful coloring pages included in the state book that you get so for each state you have artwork and then children can fill out a page about each state and then I've mentioned it before on previous episodes but Jessica always includes a game list and then also games that you can play. So for traveling the States, there is a bingo game that's super colorful and fun, and you can play top trumps and memory. So And Top Trump's is awesome because it works in all of the facts about the state. So you're really, as you're playing, you're memorizing, not without realizing it, like fun facts about each state. And in addition to that, she has like a book list, a YouTube playlist. There is just so much to feast on in this resource. And it's so fun for kids that they won't even realize that they're taking a class in a sense.
1: I love that. I love that you said that there's so much to feast on and that's what it is too. There's like with all of her products, you're, you might be getting like a geography resource, but you're really getting like so much more through the gateway of like geography. So
0: definitely. And it's fun and you don't, it doesn't feel like one of those intimidating resources where you feel like, oh, I need to do all of this. It's fun. And if you don't want to do the, the YouTube aspect, or, you know, you have enough books at home or, you know, you, you can pick and choose and do what works for your
1: kiddos. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love things like that that are like the no guilt resources where you're like, okay, I'm going to do what works for me in this. And then, you know, maybe we'll come back around like next year and we'll do the parts that we didn't do or whatever, but like, yeah. This is perfect for this episode. Exactly. Um, and I
0: said before, we laminate, just a tip. we Like her games are excellent. So we laminate them. And then I put them in like a manila envelope in our game closet labeled. So when we're learning, you know, it's a resource that we will pull out when we're done with this, we will be able to play, you know, top trumps with the States over and over again, because we made them durable, you know, just like another resource in our closet.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. Okay, well, and as a thank you for joining us in this new season, Jessica is offering our listeners 15% off everything in her shop with the code SISTERS15. Just head to thewaldockway.com and that code again is SISTERS15. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. What about you? What do you... I think, like you said, a library card is huge if you can get one. I know there are people who live in like... They're either living outside the country or for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, like they don't have a library that they're connected to. Um, so for a long time, you and I used Epic, yes, um, which is an online resource where you can get books. Um, that's a good option. And not super expensive because we're going to talk about costs and everything. Um, but I think, you know, a library card is just and letting your kids just go and um. Not worrying quite so much about the books that they like, you know. And and I think we can say that now our kids are a little bit older, and we know that everybody has gone through like their Captain Underpants phase. And like, come yes. on, that okay, you know, the Rainbow um, Fairies, yeah, yeah, Puppy Puppy Place, right? Um, oh, what was the other one that I kid? uh, I'm blanking on it. We did Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I mean, the ones that parents like, you know, like,
0: oh no. That My you know. kids have learned so graphic novels. They've learned so yeah. much from them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I so, get
0: it. Something I used to do that is not hard. I got the idea from Susan Wise bowers well-trained mind. Like I think in the introduction, she talked about this. It wasn't even like really in the book, but she gave her kids like a little um, checklist that she would have them get a book like from various subjects. And I modified that because we're not classical homeschoolers, but I modified that. So I'd have like a couple index cards that I laminated and I'd switch in their bags. So like today, when you're there, I want you to find a science book and a poetry, like something arts or something. And they wouldn't necessarily always read it, but they yeah. they often would, or at least like page through it, or I would take it and read it aloud. So we were able to at least they've like learned in the library where to find things. I think it helps with that, but it wasn't yeah. like a, you have to read a poetry book by next week when we're at the library, it was just sort of like, why don't you find one? And you yeah. might like it, try something new. And that's and how I, my daughter discovered she loves biographies.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think like as much as you can learning how to use your library and like it's holds um, and requesting books from other libraries, I think is really great, but I feel like when my kids were little, there were always still books that like, we couldn't get through our library. So, um, you know, like buying them used on Amazon or Mm -hmm. thrift books or whatever. Um, but yeah, just like garage sales, library sales, um, surrounding your kids with, with books and-
0: Swapping with friends.
1: Yeah. And not worrying quite so much. Um, about if they're like quality literature and, you know, I know the in some homeschool circles, the word twaddle goes around. And I have sort of developed like a little bit of a hate. Of they have word.
0: to find something that they love
1: yeah. and
0: get lost in it before they're going to read anything harder than that. Like yeah. you, they, they have to love something, whether that's yeah. here, big Nate has never gone away. And I yeah. know some people don't like that, but they, and they have this whole, like they can, all three of my kids can talk about it and laugh about it. And it's mm-hmm. this language that I don't even know. Cause I haven't read them, <laughs> that they do amongst themselves. Yeah. They read other stuff. I'm here to tell you that they can then read other things.
1: Captain well, yeah. Underpants when my son was in like forever. seven or eight, I mean, his favorite things were like Garfield and the Lord of the Rings series, like, which a lot of people, um, consider sort of like a homeschool, you know,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: must do um I, he just he found it and loved it and you know went from there and it was great um but i, I like and you know like again in certain homeschooling circles it's like lord of the rings is good but captain underpants is bad and it's like right okay yes yes but like if <laughs> it takes captain underpants to get to lord of the rings like and your kids are going to realize like they're not always going to have the you know the maturity of a seven-year-old, like at some point they're going to realize
0: it's not as funny as it used to be.
1: Yeah. Like they're going to move on and they're going to realize like, which one is the better written book, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah. Um, but I think just books cover so many bases when our kids are young. Um, like you said, science, geography, um, math, there's great Mm -hmm. math, you know, picture books, 365 penguins. Um, was like one of the books that we read a ton when my kids were little. And it's a math book through and through. Um, I mean, so yeah, like covering so many of your bases through books and audiobooks. And it's great if your library has a way to get audiobooks. We always, like when the kids were younger, always had audiobooks going in the car Um, because we would get like the old school CDs, you know, mm-hmm. we, did <laughs> we had a too. CD player in our in our minivan um I got to tell Jim Weiss once when I talked to him because he narrates like so many great audiobooks um that yeah we like his voice is like the soundtrack of you know our early years of yeah (laughs) driving around homeschooling um I I will say I don't think you need like a giant library like don't if you can't invest in a ton of books because we're gonna talk more about money in just a second. But like if you can't invest in a ton, of, like that's okay. The library can fill in those gaps. Like don't um don't feel like I'm not a real homeschooler if I don't have like millions of books on my show. and honestly I think some for some kids um that can just be overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. a whole giant, you know, um and we talk about strewing a lot the idea of like putting something educational in your child's path. So just like putting out, you know, going to the library and then putting out like one or two books and just, it's a better way to spark interest probably than if, so don't like feel bad if you can't buy every single book that comes. And some books um, are better to read in return. And-
0: I think you appreciate them more. I think Kim, Kim yeah. John Payne said that. He was talking about how children will often read more deeply when they have fewer choices.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And really connect with a book too, I think. Yeah. Um, And then a simple math program I -hmm. think is valuable. Um, I love Kate Snow's math series for learning the math facts and we can link to those in the show notes. Um, And she has, she has, I think stuff starting now and pre-k and kindergarten and she's like working her way through like whole curriculum Mm -hmm. for kids so we can link to those but um you know lots of books in a great math program will get you really through grade school honestly right yeah um and then I think it just comes down to just um not making homeschooling such a task for yourself that like you stop enjoying just being with your kids right so like just really just enjoying the time with your kids and putting your relationships about your relationship with them like above everything else and then the rest will come and it will happen and it will be messy and it will not look instagrammable a lot of right. the time and, but that's okay most of the time Yeah.
0: And some seasons are going to be harder and you're it's going to be harder to enjoy them. Like I would say that was last year for us. And that's why this year we're doing four day week and we're doing field trip or like event or hike or something on Fridays. And I did that because there's research showing that like in work spaces and school, like you don't need to necessarily do the whole five days. People can be more efficient. It's kind of like what we're talking about with the swimming and the walking when Mm -hmm. you have Fewer days, you get more things done. Um, But also, so that we would have time to connect. So we were not like rushed on the weekends and we would have more, more fun stuff. That's what my kids were saying. Like, can we do more fun stuff this year? Because last year was just like, you know, you tried to make it fun, but a lot of the fun yeah. stuff wasn't open. So <laughs> this year, we're doing more fun stuff. So just, it's okay if you have a bad year. Yeah. And you yeah. don't need to homeschool for as long as you think you do, probably. So. Right. You can take some of that time to play a game, or go for a walk, or you know whatever it is that your family mm-hmm. likes to do, so that you can enjoy the kids.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it was the last episode or the one before where we talked about that a little bit. So mm-hmm. if you haven't heard those, that's one oh that's one hundred eight and one hundred nine, I think. No, one hundred nine and one hundred ten. One hundred nine and one hundred ten, I think. One hundred nine and one hundred ten. Okay, yeah. so we'll be back in uh, in two, two weeks. weeks. We'll chat again.
0: All right. All right. I'll See talk you to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.
1: Hey, sisters, it's Kara, and my book is called More Than Enough Grow Your Confidence, Banish Burnout, and Love Your Homeschool Life. It was recently released in audiobook, and overnight, it reached number one in new homeschooling releases. It was also number one in Motherhood New Releases. And I think that's because it really is comforting to have someone tell us what we so often forget. That we're parents first, and that the most important thing we can do is just love our kids. But is that really enough? I can tell you that in my experience, it's more than enough. When we focus on love, it helps us overcome the fear and worry that can paralyze us. And when we focus on love, we see the child in front of us, not the shouting social media, and not the shoulds that tug at us because we worry that we aren't enough to homeschool our kids well. By the way, worrying is normal. I think worry is actually just our love for our kids peeking through. But we all need encouragement. We all need reminders that we don't have to be perfect and that our homeschools don't have to look perfect or even look a certain way. We can be who we are, and we can let our kids be who they are. You can learn more about my book at morethanenough-book.com, or you can go grab it right now at Amazon and on Audible. And remember, you've got this, sister.